So then. Today we will read just two verses from Colossians that play a key role in the overall structure of Paul's letter. These verses start with the transitional phrase, So then. Commenting on this transition, New Testament scholar N.T. Wright notes, Everything that's come so far, in particular the wonderful poem of 115 through 20, prepares for this. Everything that's going to come after this leads on from it. So as we read, let's open our ears and our minds to take in every detail of this short passage. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Growing in Christ. After all the expressions of thanksgiving, the prayers, and the important reminders that have come before, Paul is ready to challenge the Colossians to take the next steps in their journey as Christ followers. Let's take a look at some of the key phrases from this passage as a challenge to ourselves. To start, Paul encourages the Colossians to stick with the path they are on. The Colossians had received Christ Jesus as Lord. As modern Christ followers, we often read a phrase like that to mean something along the lines of inviting Jesus into my heart. However, for the Colossians, the decision to follow Jesus was much more intense than that. Remember, in the Roman world, Caesar was Lord. To buck the cultural expectation and receive Jesus as Lord took considerable courage and often came with costly consequences. Yet the Colossians had chosen to bend their knee to the right ruler. Let's ask ourselves, have we? For those who choose to follow Jesus as Lord, Paul urges us to continue to live our lives in Christ. The word translated live literally means walk. Paul wants us to walk into each new day in a way that reflects that Jesus is Lord. What does that look like? He then gives four descriptions of this Christ-following life. First, it means to be rooted in Christ. The tense of the verb rooted in the original language expresses the continuing results of an action completed in the past. Once we make the decision to follow Jesus as Lord, Paul urges us to stay grounded in that decision. Second, to be built up in Christ. Being built implies that a Christ follower is still under construction and not yet a finished project. There is always a next brick to lay, a next step to take in the journey of following Jesus. Third, to be strengthened in the faith as you were taught. As the founder of the church in Colossae, Epaphras had taught the Colossians of the good news of Jesus' life, death, resurrection, and ascension. They are to let the Spirit continue to use these teachings to strengthen them, just as we are to let regular teaching and reflection on Scripture strengthen us. Finally, to be overflowing with thankfulness. Gratitude is a hallmark of maturity in Christ. When we truly understand what God has done and continues to do for us, we can't help but overflow with thanksgiving. N.T. Wright once said, 
being a Christian is like riding a bicycle. Unless you go forward, you fall off. We are called to grow in Christ. Are you ready to take your next step? Reflection questions. Which of the four descriptions of the Christ-following life do you see in your own life? Which seem to be lacking? What is your next step as a Christ follower? <laughs>